What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Film Photography Podcast, Analog Talk. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today we have Bob Price joining us. Hi, Bob. Hey, how's it going? So I thought today we'd jump right into the hot topic of what Yashika dropped on us today. What do you guys oh, think? Yeah. Should we get into it? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, we should. I mean, uh, who wants to go first, really? Oh, man. Go well, for it, man. Okay. Yeah, you go first. I mean, I saw it today, opened up Instagram. It was like, Yashika, Yashika. And I was like, uh-oh, they you know, yeah, finally I, dropped what they were going to do. Forgot, I forgot of Yeah, this today. no kidding. And so I was just like, oh, is it going to be another film camera? I was getting really stoked. And... Then I saw Digifilm, and I was like, what is this? Mm, mm. So I opened up their link, <laughs> and lo and behold, it's just a digital camera with some schlock added in. Yep. yep. It's, what is it, 1600 color, 200 color, and black and white, and each one of the cartridges triggers the ISO, and I guess the shooting format of color. And they have a 6 by 6 also. That's so weird. Oh, it is yeah. weird. So the same thing happened to me. I woke up this morning and like people were messaging us on our account and like, what do you guys think? And I was like, oh, that's today. So I like went to the Kickstarter, like their website right away and was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I watched the video and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. What, what? what do we have here? And I sent it to Timothy and he was like, I have no idea what I just watched. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> me either. Because the what threw me off was at first glance, I thought it was, um, do you guys remember, we've talked about it before on the podcast, Advantex? APS? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what I thought too. So I was like, okay, like that's backwards. I was like, it's, but I was like, at least it's still film, I guess. And then I was like, oh yeah. no, that's not mm-hmm. what that is at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Tim? <laughs> yeah, like like you said, <laughs> like you said, Chris, you texted me this morning and I was still laying in bed and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> yes. Quick, like found the link and watched the video. And then I watched the video again. And then I think I watched it one more time. And then I was just like, I still don't know. I texted Chris immediately and I was like, I don't know what I watched. Yeah. Like, I just I don't know if it's because I wasn't awake yet or what, but like, I just couldn't comprehend what was going on. And I was like, this is this is cool. Like, just what you guys yeah, said. Or Chris, you said the Advantix. And I was like, so this is like some crazy hybrid. And then I'm like, man, this is. And then I watched it again and I got it. And I was yeah. like, yeah. oh, it took oh. me until I was driving to school today. I was thinking about it. I was like, whoa, this is really rad. You know, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Then I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just a digital camera that takes yeah. like programs. Like it, it's essentially like a DX coded cartridge. It's like, it's like <laughs> getting a Christmas present and you're like, oh, I'm so excited. What's going to be here? I think, I think I know the what this is. The race car with the cord yeah. on it or something. <laughs> you open yeah. it. It's like, like oh, a, bun- man, uh... <laughs> a bunch of socks. And you're like, I don't want socks though. You know, Yashika <laughs> had the ball in their court. And they just, like, stabbed it with a knife or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, they set it up to be, like, the heroes, you know? Like, I was yeah. waiting. They were going to be no. the heroes. I'm like, they're going to come in, and they're going to give us what we want. And then, no. And it's, like, weird to me because, like, 
why not a film camera or why not a digital camera? Well, it said on their website, it was just like for people that want to feel like they're shooting film, but not go through all the trouble. It's like, uh, no, yeah, no, yeah, that was a, that was a tough one. But you know, the ball is in, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bellamy's court, man, you know, with that. Yes. Now all yeah, eyes have shifted. They all went from Yashika. Everybody's like, looked right over. Like, yeah, it looks hey. like he's going to come out with... I saw the <laughs> design on the little thing that everybody else has seen. But it looks like it's going to be kind of like a GR1, yeah. a Rico GR1 kind of yeah. looking camera. Yeah. And that's crazy. Which, those are sexy. They yeah. are very, very nice. Ooh. I haven't used one or seen one in person, but I've ogled them from afar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah. <laughs> So, who knows? I mean, we'll see. Today, uh, funny story, because I was feeling kind of, I was feeling all all types of way about this announcement this morning. <laughs> so, I was like, let me go drop off a roll of film at the lab. And I was uh, <laughs> standing at, at the counter, and these two guys were like, oh, yeah, look what my buddy just sent me. He's like a big uh, film, uh, like a photographer guy. And he was like, "This remember that brand Yashica? They like just came out with this like weird digital camera, and he called it a, a, a digital Pez dispenser. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god! And he was like, he, he was like, this would have worked like 15 years ago, like when film was like digital was just happening. Like that would have been kind of cool. Like they were like dumbfounded too. And I turned around and was like, right? Like what the heck? How could they do that to us? Like uh, I'm upset. And I went right in the car and uh, I uh, went live on our Instagram. And everybody was like, it's so stupid. Like everybody's feeling the same way, which is unfortunate <laughs> because like I wanna. You know, we've talked about this before. Like, I want to support anybody who's putting out a camera. You know, I want to, you know, get behind, like, yes, like, you know, and just to, to like... Embrace it fully. So, yeah, and just to be, like, feeling kind of let down kind of sucks. This could have went so many different ways. Even if it was a digital camera, it, it could have been, like, one of the Fuji, you know, the yeah. new... Like, like Fuji style kind of camera totally. or something like that. Like, I mean, I remember all the hype coming up to this, pausing all the little commercials to see like what she was yeah, holding in her yeah, hand. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was so excited because like it looked like the Electro 35 exactly. or whatever the heck that camera was called. I, I don't have that one exactly, but I do have one of their older rangefinders. And I was so pumped. I was just like, dude, this thing is going to fly off the shelf. Like if it, if it would have been a film camera or even in the style of like, you know, the Fuji XT, whatever, whatever they are. I, I still don't know them that well, but, um, I just, they, they, it's like the, the digital camera is like not even a good digital camera. Yeah. yeah that's it's like the other thing. It's like, it's a toy. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a, it's like the Holga digital. That's what it yeah. reminded me of after it like all sunk in. I was oh, like, no. Oh, like, a toy, like a, a toy camera. Did Holga make How a much? digital camera? Yeah, yeah, they no have way. the digital Holga. It's yeah, it's it's a real big piece of crap, but it's it's, <laughs> it's the same. It's the same build, probably. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't. It, it doesn't make sense. Like the interchangeable SD card film thing, digi film type. Like yeah. what? I, I don't know. It's a giant. Yeah, my heart's <laughs> broken. I was asking yeah. people today on the live stream. I was like, who's going to back it? And like, literally was like, everyone's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, ah. Oh, man. So I, I checked out their stats on the whole backers thing. And it was Yeah, how's like, it doing? It's doing really well. Like, people want it. Uh, yeah, it people is. People want that thing. Mm -hmm. And I was, this was at like 10 in the morning, like right when it happened. There was like the $150 option where it came with like all the crappy film and like the whatever. And there was already by then there was like 700 backers for that one. Wow. Yeah. So they're they're going to do well and good for them, but it's you know, it's not for me. I mean, it seems like it's yeah. fun, maybe. A lot of people were like, I would shoot it for a day, like I want to play yeah, with for it, sure. you know, but I'm not 
I'm not going to, like, spend that much money yeah, on it. Yeah, the test photos looked pretty yeah. good, too. I mean, I don't yeah. know what kind of sensor they put in there to make it look like film. I'm not going to lie. I'm still a little intrigued, but like like I said, I probably would, like, oh, can I borrow this for a week? And yeah, then for sure. be done with it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, nice little review. I get my film. I'm good. Well, uh, yeah. What do you call it? Kai from Digital Rev or whatever it is. I'm sure he'll talk a yeah. whole lot of crap about it, so... Yeah, I'm waiting for that video. That one's going to be good. Man, it's just they totally missed the mark. It, like, imagine if it would have been like a hybrid, like film to digital How camera or something like that. that? Like, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I think about it sometimes, like when I'm, you know, driving, you know, on long roads, you kind of black out and just think. Yeah. It's like, how exactly would that work? But, you know, I'm not an engineer or know too much about the back end of the camera. No. Eh. Yeah, neither yeah. am I. And here I am yelling at these people that are building a camera. I'm like, why? We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, if anybody gets their hands on one, well, you'll have to let us know how 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 it actually is. Yeah, I mean they're I mean they're still crowdfunding right now, so I'm sh- do they even have? Yeah, is there made? like do they have a do they have a date or anything? I didn't even. I just kind of was like. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> After I found out what it was, I kind of just <laughs> just kind of secretly. <laughs> forgot that yeah. i did that yeah <laughs> yeah no i i mean hopefully bellamy delivers with something that's not yeah. like eight hundred dollars or something like that i mean hopefully this is like a first step for them you know maybe this this is them like maybe they'll have a bunch of success with this and they'll do more because my thing is like why is there not anybody like in marketing like researching mm-hmm. like i feel like the film photography community we're getting really loud now right. you know like yeah. and how come nobody's hearing us or hearing us all the way, you know, like it was funny because I like posted on our Instagram, like our story because somebody on there, they posted a, like a, a picture and they, somebody was like, what is this? Is it a film? Is it digital? Is it both? And they put the little emoji where the yeah, guy's the, like hmm. thinking. <laughs> hmm. And I was like, okay, does that mean you're listening? Does that mean you know what we want? Like I, that made me like super hopeful. I'm like, they know, they know they're messing with yeah, exactly. us. I saw and I like, and then they like weren't at all. <laughs> no. You know, I think they, you know, their head was in the right place, but financially to make like a film camera nowadays is probably just so ridiculously yeah. expensive and just yeah. resource intensive. And I don't know. I don't know if like the, you know, mechanical parts are there to actually make film cameras anymore. See, yeah. I think about that a lot. I think about that a lot when, especially even like when we had Dave Bias on and he was explaining like film for and like yeah, yeah, the yeah. process of you know how they were getting their film back and stuff like that it's just uh, imagine what it takes to build yeah it's not easy a, a camera sure. you know like yeah. look at leica's leica's the only one that's like really still Do, doing yeah, it absolutely and, do they make but, film cameras anymore i know they i don't think so uh, you don't, I don't th- think you don't anybody th- is well i don't think that i feel like you can still but i thought the mp was like still in production for some it reason i don't know maybe i'm wrong they're out of my price bracket so i like yeah oh yeah for, yeah an mp it's like <laughs> yeah, what is it like to buy a new one it's still like four grand or something like that yeah, yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. no thanks anyway i guess we'll we'll have to wait and see yeah no kidding what what the future holds we're all like biting our nails hoping that it's still young though i mean we're in i think it's yeah. like the honeymoon phase where everybody's like super stoked and it's going to catch a lot of steam then we'll actually see what happens with that momentum yeah. so Definitely. Before we go any further, Bob, can you give us a, our listeners like a backstory oh, on yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. how you got started and stuff like that? So I got started. Well, everybody had photography in high school, but uh, mm-hmm. this was, I don't know, 15 years ago when, you know, I first got a film camera because it was a high school class and everything. And, you know, we had dark room and that was really cool. But really, like the whole photography thing came about was um, skateboarding. 
Like, I got a Sony VX2000 to film, like, all skateboarding trips with, and, you know, I was, I was decent skateboarder, like, I had shop sponsors, and I was, I was flow for, oh, like, a nice. couple different companies and everything, so. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, it was just rad skating with your friends day and night, trying to make, I don't know, something out of it, you know, even if it is just yeah. free boards, and, uh, I eventually got hurt, then I was in this, like, weird limbo period, yeah, I, I blew out my knee, but that's, yeah, that's what happens to everybody. <laughs> but um, I was trying to find something to do in the meantime. So I took up painting, and I really liked painting, and that was really fun. But then I picked up a camera again, and this was like four years ago, and it's been nonstop ever since. Isn't that funny how, like, one thing could just, like, your inspiration just go wild? Yeah, no, it's really what it was, because I was just, like, I was down in the dumps just trying to, like, find something mm -hmm. that would give me that feeling like close to skateboarding because it's very for me skateboarding was like really really personal because it was like my expression and everything it's how i yeah dealt with like certain problems like being angry and like angsty and everything it was like emotional and physical release and it was just really hard trying to pick it up where it left off and i found photography again and it kind of just mm -hmm. that's it that's the feeling and ever since i started i've just been completely obsessed with it so here i am now i'm talking <laughs> to you guys you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's funny that you say like skateboarding was your like emotional like release yeah. and stuff like anytime i'm like for me it's photography obviously and when, like if i'm having like a bad day i like call my mom i just had like a worst i'm just like feeling so crap i'm having a bad day she's like why don't you go out and take some pictures you'll feel yeah, better my mom like, says my, the same thing too. my mom like i'm and i'm like yeah you're right i'm gonna go do that <laughs> and i do feel better it feels great because like so once funny. you get on a yeah. roll you're just like oh man that's it's gonna look so cool then mm -hmm. oh, yeah. such a great feeling so good it's like landing it's so funny. a really nice kickflip or something like that it's just the same thing. <laughs> yeah. it is 100 percent. so bob are you like timothy do you develop your own film yeah i i do everything at home uh except for like dark room like i don't have a this dark is getting room, embarrassing i i because <laughs> i'm like the only one who does it <laughs> it's so much cheaper and like if, if anybody screws it up it's it your is. fault you know what i mean so you don't have to get mad mm -hmm. at anybody but uh yeah, over the past, like, four years, I've maybe had, like, a dozen roles developed by other people. And I shoot about 300 roles a year, give or take, on average. So, wow. yeah. yeah, I spend a lot of time doing it at home. And that's, like, meditation, relaxation. It's great, I'm sure. Yeah, that's that's my zen. Yeah, exactly. I know, you know Timothy says about. it all the time. But when I'm, like, developing a role of film, I'm just, like, so nervous. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, uh, is this too much? Did I shake it too much? Is the this agitation. too much agitation? Yeah. I think that all goes away with like doing Practice. it for so yeah, long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like once you're doing it for a couple months, man, like I don't even think about like messing it up anymore. No. Like yeah. it's just kind of like it's second nature because you like you develop a rhythm and everything. And that's really mm -hmm. cool. And it's funny, like when you un when you like unroll and you like like every time I do, I'm like, oh, there it is, it worked. Yeah, it worked, <laughs> and it's like yeah. Christmas. I don't know why I was so worried. Yeah, and it's funny because I when I started, that's what I developed every single right. role I shot by myself. Don't you work in a lab or something? Don't you work in like a camera? No, I I used to. Mm -hmm. I used to years ago. I worked in a lab, so I can relate to like the color correcting and all that stuff. So I right. think that's like why I like just being like somebody else could do it because I did it for so yeah. long for, for, for <laughs> no kidding. For that part of my life, but, um... Yeah, and you live in L.A. Yeah, no. where it's, like, super accessible. I mean... Yeah, there's a lab, like, literally right down, like, ten minutes away that they do a phenomenal job, and they do it in an hour. I'm, I feel like I'm so spoiled. Is it still pretty cheap Ooh. to develop there? I mean, it's it's not bad. I spend about, like... They develop in, in like, tr we transfer them, mm. and it's about, like, 17-something some something and some change. That's a lot. 
I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that is that is, that that is, is a lot. lot. <laughs> I mean, when you guys are doing it, but you know, you're saving like half. You know. Oh yeah. man, yeah. It, but the startup <laughs> is ridiculous. Like, I don't even buy black and yeah. white rolls anymore. I just buy the Ilford bulk rolls, even though I don't necessarily mm-hmm. like Ilford too much because it has a grain problem i think but uh see i agree with yeah, that too. yeah but uh <laughs> i got the scanner and everything i got all the nice like dusting tools like the 25 dollar mm-hmm. brush or something like that to take yep. the static off but i don't know i think i don't i don't know how much film you shoot chris but if you shoot like a lot a lot <laughs> it's yeah a lot. I, you might want to think about I spend it a lot of saying. money i know <laughs> <laughs> sorry to put you on blast i'm sorry no it's okay <laughs> It's it, it's it's not hard, yeah. and everybody yeah. thinks that you know developing color at home is is so scary. And I I get like if I you know included in one of the YouTube videos or something like that that I make, people are just like, "Man, you develop color at home? Like, aren't you worried?" And it's like, no, no. Yeah. like not. It's it's actually easier than black and white. Yeah. What's what's the, can, what's the process like? Can you guys talk about the process of developing color? Because I I've never done that. I have no it's idea. It's really easy. It's just kind of temperature sensitive. That's all mm-hmm. it is. And is it the same? Is it the same kind of canister you put it in? Like you roll the film the same way? Yeah, and it's just like oh yeah, different mm-hmm. chemicals. Oh, wow. Like uh, I use a Unicolor C forty one kit, which I've hmm. always had great results with. That's what I use. Yeah. To. So the first step is to do like a a warm bath. So you do that for about a minute. Then you got to heat up all your chemicals to. Well, the the color is one hundred and two degrees. The Blix is between ninety five and one hundred five. Then the stabilizer mm-hmm. is room temperature. So you dev at three minutes thirty seconds. You fix at six minutes thirty seconds. You wash for five minutes between ninety five and one hundred five. Then you stabilize at room temperature. Then the last step that I do, I use a um, I use Coda Clear because I have super hard water here, and so it cleans my negs really well, and it's super easy. Super, super easy. How yeah. long does it take to from start to finish? To do two rolls, like 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes. Less than an hour. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because like the, the longer you do it and stuff, the more stuff you collect, like more canisters mm-hmm. and more more reels and, you know, more bottles and stuff right. like that. Like, just, like, over time, like, behind me, I have, like, two huge wire racks filled with all my developing stuff. And I literally just started with... One canister, mm-hmm. three bottles, and a couple packs of, de- you know, developer and fixer and stuff like that. And now I have enough to, <laughs> you know, teach a class of kids of darkroom awesome. stuff. So, like, it's just like you run into people, like an old buddy at work or something like that. And they're like, oh, man, my grandpa used to do that. And it's stuff still sitting in our garage. Like, that's let awesome. me give that like, to you. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that that stuff just, like, you just accumulate it. And it's... And yeah. It's yeah, no kidding. And like, then, you go on Craigslist right now. There's some old guy... Yeah, that yep. has all that stuff in his garage right now for like twenty mm-hmm. bucks. Just go over to his house yeah. and take it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm lucky enough to have like junk stores where I can pick that stuff up around here because the Bay Area, you know, you got, you know, it's an art hub, so you can find that stuff yeah. for cheap. I I just got an AMP tank for three bucks. Yeah, oh. <laughs> and that's super cheap compared to like I don't know how much they cost normally, but yeah, cheap relative. What about different different like color stocks? Is that different times? Is no, it it's like the same throughout. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Unless, unless you push, unless you push mm-hmm. your film, like. If, but you don't normally do that, Chris. So I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, if I do, or I do you? I, I mean, I don't know no, if you do or not. I, I can hear I am answering for you. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I push, I push Portra one or two stops. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with the color dev, but, you get you just have to um, extend each stop by I think forty five seconds. Yeah. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. I see. 
Maybe it's not as scary as I think it is. No, it's really easy. I actually think black and white is... Yeah, black and white is just about the same, you know? Mm-hmm. There's just there's just more with black and white. Like every film stock in black and white has a different yeah. time. Yeah. Or you know, with the color, it's always three and a half minutes, six and a mm-hmm. half minutes, rinse, stabilize. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just always the same with color. That's why I feel like it's easier. You know, it's less my brain's just blank. Not right as now. many steps, right? <laughs> or like yeah. yeah, less less steps and information that you need to yeah. retain. Like, because I know I shoot all kinds of different old film stocks that I can't even find times mm-hmm. for or anything like that anymore. Mm-hmm. But if I find like an old roll of C forty one at like Goodwill on a camera, I know it's just going to be the same. Yeah, you know what I mean? The cool. same times. Yeah, you just got to pull it to however. Yeah, the rule of thumb that everybody talks about is like yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull yeah. it for every ten years. Do you? What kind of uh, black and white developer do you use? Me, I I usually just use D76, D76. at stock. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I used to do that too, for sure. I use HC110 now just because you can just get hundreds of rolls out of a single bottle for like 35 bucks. I need to, I, I still have like three bags, three gallon oh, bags yeah. that I need to go <laughs> the through sandy the D76. Bags, yeah. And then, yeah, and then I'm going on to something new because I, I'm not... You know, you do it so long, you kind of just get burned out of the same look every once in a while. So I, I wanted to try a couple different developers. Yeah, AC One Ten is really good. Um, if you, yeah, I just kind of shorten the develop times because when you do that, you get like insanely good contrast out of your photos. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And I've gotten to a point where I'm developing Tri-X and uh, HP Five at the same time. And it's pretty on point because Tri-X kind of has better contrast and grain. And um, I think the HP5 time is longer. So shortening that, you get better contrast and everything. Yeah. Well, from my experience. So. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's funny that you say that about HP5. If I say that to anybody else, they're just like, I don't know. That's the best film ever. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into the... No, I was yeah, gonna I say know. this is like, a hot, like yeah, it's a hot topic. This is gonna start. It's gonna start yeah, a war, yeah. you guys. I, I, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Kodak guy. Like I love all Kodak films, yeah. so it's, it's hard for me to. Definitely. And like, I don't get me wrong. I love what Ilford does, and you know, they're still, you know, banging it out and making great products. So it's, yeah, definitely. It's just not, it's not my thing. Like I'm, I'm a Kodak Tri-X, Kodak T-Max kind of guy. So it's brand loyalty. Yeah, yeah. But I'm super cheap, so I get the 100 foot <laughs> I was going to say, which, but what's as cheap isn't like HP5 like Oh, yeah. A lot Especially cheaper. buying like 100 foot rolls. It's it's a world of difference. Yeah. It's like 60 bucks and you get 20 rolls instead of paying 60 bucks for 10. Yeah, for 10. Yeah. It's, it's so I, I'm just going to do that. Sorry, Kodak. Yeah. <laughs> what about the two looks do you guys prefer? Like, what is it about the HP5 that... I don't know. It's For me, it's too much grain. And I feel like the shadows are kind of weak from what I've shot it at. And so for me, it's not really what I'm trying to go for, for my look in the photography that I shoot with black and white, because it's completely different with color, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I'm shooting black and white, I'm seeing in black and white. I know what I'm going to take a picture of in black and white. So it's like two different. That's the same as Timothy. Yeah. (laughs) He says, he said all the time. I was super into Delta 3200. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you guys like that the grain on that? That stuff is so good. <laughs> okay, so I've never shot it myself, but I did develop a roll for a buddy of mine. And when I developed it, it was really nice. 
I yeah. really liked it. I don't know if I just did a really good job developing it, but there was like, the grain was just super, super fine, and it was just really good for 3200 film. So that's all I have to say for that. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally shot that that film twice, and the one time I totally did it wrong. I know you're supposed to. I think you're supposed to to shoot it at a thousand ISO or ASA or something really? like that, and then. Uh, I forget what it is. There's like a rule to it. And mm-hmm. I, I did not do that. I shot it at 3200 and developed it at 3200. And it was like, oh, a, wow. it was a fuzz fest. It was just like <laughs> real fuzzy, grainy. But then I shot it again. And, but I was using the 3200 in like a nightclub setting. I was shooting some like music photos with it and it was just Ooh. super fuzzy. And then the, really? the, yeah, the next time I shot it with my F4, my Nikon F4 outside. Mm-hmm. And still shot it at 3200, but outside with the light, I loved it. I thought it was better than yeah. what I was getting with HP5. Yeah, no kidding. And, uh, with HP5, okay, this is, this is what I like HP5 for. You can push it and it looks great. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's like pushing HP5 to 3200 is better than like Ilford Delta stock from like, yeah, what I've our seen. last, our last photo challenge, we asked people to share their favorite push photograph. And I was like, damn, I need to start doing this because there's just like the contrast of everything looks so yeah. good. Yeah. I was just like, oh, man, I'm missing out. <laughs> I got to open up my horizons. Yeah, no, for sure. I just, I shot a concert. I, I saw this um, this band from Britain. Um, it was like Marika Hackman and uh, this band called Big Moon. And it was a small club in Oakland and I just pushed 3200 and the photos came out so good. Like it was incredible. Mm. With just like that single light source and just like the blacks yep. was yeah. insane. I I think I have some on my Instagram, but they, it's a it's kind of a testament to how good that stuff is. <laughs> See, I love that. I cool. I've recently shot a roll of Triax at four hundred, and it was really uh-huh. weird for me because I always shoot Triax at sixteen hundred, and to shoot it at box speed and develop it normally and stuff like that, it it still holds up really really well, which is. I mean, well, I guess I'm not holding up. That's what it looks like when you when you do it the right <laughs> the right way. But then the next two rolls that I did were both pushed to 1600, and just the difference in contrast, like mm-hmm. the the whites are so much whiter. But you're not losing all your. See, that's why I love Kodak. I feel like you're not losing all your details. Like I can still get in those shadows, and right. I mean, if you blow your highlights, your blow your highlights are gone. I mean, that's just yeah. that's black and white, and yeah. Like you said, I've done my most experimental stuff with HP5, and I pushed that when I still had my F4. I think you could set that up to 6400, and yeah. I was like, I'm just, I want to do it and see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I did it, and they were like, that roll is still one of the best rolls that I've ever shot because HP5, no yeah, just like it, it knocked it out. Like I wish the sun wasn't so bright that I could shoot at 6400 with HP5 all the time. I wouldn't be shooting right. Kodak yeah. anymore, but like, yeah. Uh, wow, that no, that's really cool. Yeah, I should see if my camera goes up to. I mean, if not, you can easily yeah do the math. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, exactly. It's just it, it was nuts it, because I think it was like Ted Forbes or something on YouTube was talking about pushing Triax to sixty four hundred and doing like a a still development, and I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm doing <laughs> it, but I'm using HP five because that's when I was in my like diehard HP five stage. Right. And, and it came out great. It was definitely some of the best photos that I've... 64. Yeah. Mm. 
I never thought about taking it that far, but that's crazy. I'm going to do that now. I might take a walk tonight after yeah, this. And yeah, yeah. Just take some photos. It's yeah, it cool. sounds like a great idea. And I didn't, like, sometimes when I develop, I, like, agitate the shit out of it. And I yeah. didn't do that. I kind of just, like, did it normally. Like, kind of just mm-hmm. went slow with it and not, because I really like to pound it when I develop, too. I don't know if that does right. anything at all. It might not <laughs> even do anything, but I, it's just a part of the process. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I think, like, over agitating it makes the grain more predominant. Okay. I think that's what I've heard, but uh, when I push to 3200, I do the um, I do two minute standstills, mm. then invert for normal 10 seconds. I do that for okay, so it's a total dev time of 21 minutes. I do that for 14 minutes. Then when it gets down to seven minutes, I dev normally with normal agitation. Yeah, and the the grain is just pretty much non-existent in those shots. Oh ah, man. I love, yeah. see, I need, I need like a nerd out developing buddy because I'm always just, oh yeah, for sure, talking to myself about this stuff. <laughs> Dude, me too. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, other than like being online, and yeah, like, you know, through my account and the photo filming account, I, uh, I talk to people online about this stuff all day, but like mm-hmm. in my personal life, it's nothing. I don't same, talk to same anybody about pictures at all. So it's kind of, it's kind of weird. It it's is like a double life. It's also funny when you like talk to people who don't, who aren't like, I was raving this morning about, you know, that she could think to my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, he like gets it, but he's kind of, you know, it's like, but like, you need, we, we need a film camera. <laughs> we need one is what I'm telling you. And he's like, I know, babe. I know. I, can, I, know. I mean, yeah, if you say so, you know. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I know. So I just wish I had we a, all need to a, stick a together. buddy too. Yeah. But my girlfriend gets the brunt of it. So she's like, yeah, I just got back from shooting. I got really stoked. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's really great. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, same, same on. here. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. Man. Well, that's another reason why we need, like, the community is so important, I feel like, because we got to nerd out and stay together for sure. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's really fun. It, I haven't had any problems with people being buttheads and everything like that, but everybody's been super, super nice. Yeah. Which We've is talked amazing. about that before on the show that. It's a good, good, pun- good bunch of homies. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, yeah, positivity goes a long way. Yeah. And it seems like it's going a long way with, you know, the community online. So Yeah. Can you talk about your um, Instagram uh, that you curate? Photo filmy. Uh, yeah, photo yeah. filmy. So, I'm super uh, intrigued. Speaking of community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't originally start it. Sarah Brown did, who is at Sezzy Filmy. So whoever's listening to this, go follow her immediately. Um, mm-hmm. She started it, then she got pregnant, and she wanted to focus on her being a mom. And she messaged me one day. She was like, hey, do you want the account? I was just like, what? <laughs> and she, oh, And cool. so I was just like, yeah, for sure. And uh, it's been about a year since I've been running it, and it's awesome because people get so stoked when you shout them out. It's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's like the reason why I like doing it so much is just – Getting shout outs from, you know, whatever blog. Mm-hmm. When I would get a shout out, I'd just be like, yes, this is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's validation. I've validation made it. is mm-hmm. super important for you, you know, especially in an artistic field to know that you're doing a good job and that goes a super, super long way. It does. And for real. Doing that for people is just amazing and letting guests, pe- like people guest host. I think it's really rad. And I've been kind of slacking on the guest posting lately because I just like, School started about a month ago, so I'm just like, oh, I gotta get everything together. So mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta plan it out. And uh, yeah, I mean, I have ideas for photo filming, but I don't know if I want to take it to certain places or just 
leave it organic, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not try to jump the shark with anything that may compromise my integrity as a, you know, benevolent overlord of the, uh, <laughs> of the page. Yeah. So how does that work? Can people, can people like submit to it or? So what did, so we do, uh, hashtagging, you know, hashtag yeah. photo fill me. There's something like 200,000 photos in the pool now, which is insane. That's wow. great. Love and that. yeah, it's crazy. Like going through that every day. Cause there's like hundreds of new posts every day. So I kind of yeah. get the googly eye and I have to put mm-hmm. it down. Like, oh, yeah. I gotta, I gotta breathe, but, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's just all, um, I try not to do the whole DM thing because it's kind of favoritism and, yeah. you know, sometimes it's kind of irritating <laughs> if, so, yeah, somebody, it's just like, Hey, yeah, can I have a repost? And I'm just like, mm, no, sorry. Mm-mm. You're like, like, it doesn't work that works. way. It's just like, oh yeah, kind of free board. Like if you're sponsored or something, that's what I feel like it's yeah. like. And, um, but yeah, no, just tagging. That's it. And it's been working that way ever since it started. So, I mean, it's a good format. So we're just going to keep doing it that way. We have our like listener interactions with us. We kind of yeah. ask for a topic. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever do that? Or is it is it just what you see, what you like of, of people's Yeah, work? it's completely free form. You know, um, I personally have never worked with kind of like certain topics or guidelines. I know I should because I know like everybody says that you should because it really opens up a lot of stuff. With, like, restrictions. It's kind of like painting with, like, two colors to yeah. Yeah. see where that goes. But, um, no, nothing like that. It's it's just whatever I see, and I'm just like, that is a great picture. That's and cool. I'm going to post it. And, um, you know, when people take over the feed, it's really cool seeing their uh, aesthetic that they're drawn to because it always changes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really kind of neat to have on the page because you kind of have this uh, melange of different styles that, or, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just really cool. You Different know? eyes. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's it, really cool. It flows really well, too. Like, I was checking it out just in prepping for having you on the show and stuff like that. Right. I just kind of sat it on where you can scroll through the feed and mm-hmm. was going through all those photos. Like, there's I the people in this community are just mind-blowing. The stuff that people are doing mm-hmm. on film oh, yeah. and, you know, just like we've always talked about a million times where, you know, if you ever have any questions or anything like that, like, people just jump to help you here. Yeah, absolutely. It's a cool thing. Yeah, it's really important. Like, I've always been really open with people be like, hey, if you have any questions about developing, making zines, you know, whatever yeah. you have, whatever you're having trouble with, like, come to me. Like, you know, because especially, like, since Photo Filmy is, like, taking off, you know, it's important to kind of be an ambassador, you know. Yeah. As weird as that sounds, you know, but it's getting big and, you know, being a positive influence with Paige is crucial. You know, you got to be approachable to people. You got to be friendly. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just really neat. I really like doing it. It makes people happy. Yeah, it does. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Chris, talk about your zine. Where where is it at? What's going on with it? Yeah. Well, it's supposed to arrive in two days. Oh, Oh, nice. That's awesome. But I um, there's some. So the two things I'm concerned about. Some of my, like, on the big page spreads where the, the photos taking up the whole spread, they were saying mm-hmm. the resolution isn't big enough. But, like, those are the largest scans that I have. So mm-hmm. I just ordered it to see, like, it can't be that far off. Like, I don't feel like it's going to be – it's going right. to bug me. But then I, – I so I only ordered one just because I wanted to see, like, you know. Oh, for sure. I was going to say, me see man, what I just lo- didn't order. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I ordered, like, I ordered 500. 500. <laughs> yeah pixels god that would happen to me um (laughs) um, and the other thing is yeah i mean just basically that i ordered one to see how it is so that's gonna come in two days and i'm i'm like nervous and excited and i hope it's 
I, I, did I, I don't know if I showed you the whole full thing, Timothy. I know I showed you some of it. Yeah, you I've just showed me you like some. the first iteration too. Mm-hmm. It's changed a bunch. It's funny because the process. I mean, we talked a bunch about the process with Nate and with uh, Nick. Mm-hmm. But it like when you think it's finished, and then like it totally like what? Because I was like, look, here's my zine, and then it doesn't look anything like what I showed you, Timothy. <laughs> at all. Yeah, no kidding. The at constant all. drafts. Are, yeah, yeah, for sure. But sometimes you just got to be like, all right, it's done. Here it is. Yeah. Boom, just yeah. put it out. And like I've I've had that, you know, grappling with like, oh, is it done? Because I've pretty much scrapped more zines than I've made. Same. You know, just yeah. by not yeah. being <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. But then you just got to put your foot down. It's just like, I got to put it out. Yeah. So hopefully in two days, whenever you yeah. get your book, you're just going to be like, okay, this is good. But if it's too yeah. pixelated, don't, don't yeah, no, put it I, in there for sure. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating because they're, I mean, it's the, the scans were like my largest scans and it was saying that they, they recommended a higher resolution. So we'll see. I, I'm hoping it's going to be okay, but it might not be. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Trial and error, I guess. This is my first yeah. one. So I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. The trial and error for sure with like the first scene is like, you know, everybody, you know, gets their, you know, gets their feet wet and they're just like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I screwed up here, here, and here, and here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. For me, my first scene was so bad that I don't let, like, I still have like, 20 copies left (laughs) and I'm not letting anybody see it. It's terrible. It's just, it's not for me, but Oh God, I hope I'm not. Oh God. No, I hope I'm not making his, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'll be okay with, with whatever I get. I'm I'm, I'm prepared to go back to the drawing board if I have to. Yeah, Um, for sure. It's kind of why I want to go somewhere local because I just like want to like Nick was like, when he was saying he goes and like talks to the guys and like, I was like, I wish I could just go there because I could be like, do you think this will be okay? This will be okay, right? And like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Instead of like, well, I have to wait two weeks to see. And like the, who I ordered from, their customer service is like, you can't call somebody. You can't, Like I wish oh, I could have just called and been like, hey, like this is the problem I'm having. Like what do you think? What should I do? I had, you know, right. there was nobody. So like being able to walk into a local print shop, I think the next time around I'll probably go that route just because I want the human interaction. Yeah, to make sure everything is looking good, how you like it, so you're not disappointed. And, like, I want to feel the paper before. I could have ordered, like, a swatch from them, too, but that took, Mm -hmm. like, two weeks to get here. I was like, I don't want to wait. Their times are are crazy at Blurb, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Blurb. Yeah, I hear they're kind of expensive. They can be. It can get. How much are you paying for yours for one, Chris? Uh, It was, like, 15. So it's, like, if it's a wash. It's It's a lot, but, like. Yeah. Any more than that, I wasn't going to do it. Like, yeah. if it was, like, yeah, 20 or no 25, kidding. I was going to be like, no, nah, I'll just figure this out some other way. But, yeah, they're shipping to them. It, it's, like, $4, and it takes, like, t- like a week and a half. And it's, like, you could pay what? $15 for a week and then, like, $30 for, like, five days. It's, like, oh, I don't wow. know if it's, it's, it's like that, but if, if it was so extreme that I kind of, like, right. walked away from it. It made me, yeah. like, be like, I don't even want to do this. For, I don't want to wait this long. Like, Damn. Yeah. It, ma- it kind of makes you think that maybe they're, like, in the business of, like, one-off books instead of just, like, making a whole lot. Because I can see, like, you know, spending, like, $30 on, like, a nice book would yeah. be, like, oh, yeah, for, like, one time, that would be really rad. But I don't think that would be, like, a, a really good resource for people that are trying to get into, like, printing. No. Yeah. There, Chris, did you do a trade book or what did you do? I did a, ma- a magazine. A magazine. Okay. You should yeah. look into, if, if you get this and you don't like the format and don't like how it came out, you should look into their trade books. That's what I made mine as. It's, like, basically, like, a... Like a soft cover book. That's what it looks like. Like something you pick up at 
you know, Barnes and Noble or something mm. like that. It's oh, not, right. it's not like super high quality. It's more of like a lower quality, but it's so much cheaper. It's like five yeah. or six bucks per book. And you still have like quality paper choices. You can mm-hmm. still do color. It's just on like a flat. It's not a glossy paper. You know, it's yeah. like a, like a matte. But it, color looks, at least I think color looks really good on it. But Yeah, if which you're gonna might be do, nicer. Yeah, and if you're going to be doing, you know, 50 of them or you want to buy 25 of them to sell, yeah. you know, it, it's it would be good. It'd be better to go down that road than buying. I, I did not know you were spending $15 a book yeah. on that. I think it was it was 15 with the shipping. No, yeah. okay. Maybe. Well, I'll have and, to, like, and go back and... Two, I know if you, if you do more, if you do, like, five, they'll cut you a book discount. If you do 10, it's, like you know, $10 cheaper, $25 cheaper. Like, yeah. See, I wish we lived closer. I would have definitely come and helped you out a little bit more. <laughs> There's like, like, I wish we'd like a lot of people don't know. Timothy and I don't live in the same, like I tell people about, Oh yeah, I do a podcast. I'm like, I'd figure out what time it is for him. And he's like, aren't you, people are like, aren't you just going to like go over his house? I'm like, <laughs> I wish no. because we would like, I would be developing my own film, but my yeah. own film by now, <laughs> like I would be doing all this cool stuff. But yeah, like alas. I had no idea that you guys were like, I thought you guys were friends, like yep. they'd known each other for a long time, but I just found out like, yeah. you know, that's so funny ago that you guys <laughs> are in different states. So yeah. there you go. I guess that's a testament to our, our sound quality. Yeah. It doesn't sound like we're far away. No, it sounds actually pretty good on the podcast. Like I was listening to it in the car, and I was just like, "All right, this is good." It doesn't sound. Uh, it doesn't sound. Uh, what is it? Uh, like B grade or B roll? So yeah, no, that's great. good to hear. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you're getting your copy here in the next couple of days. I'm, I'm yeah, excited to hear what you think of it. I'll keep everybody posted um, on the next step of this journey for me. Yeah, I, was, I saw the cover of it and it looked really rad. And I was yeah, like, there's palm when trees is this coming out. Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> palm trees. It's, it's uh, full of palm trees. It's full. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, fingers crossed, everything goes according to plan, and I'll be ready to oh, pull I, the trigger. I'm sure it will. It's just the whole nervousness about you know having a final product. Yeah, um, that I've, like I work. said, I've never seen. I've haven't touched the paper. I haven't. You know, yeah. so it's scary. It's scary. <laughs> it's, yeah, but it'll all be worth it in the end. Yeah, no kidding, and just like. Even sending it out, there's kind of like a, a stress because you don't know if they're going to like it or not. And it's just like, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? <laughs> and I give out a bunch of free copies. Like, I, I give some out to, like, people that I really look up to and admire that I've been, like, watching from afar for years and years and years. And um, knowing that they don't suck is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, for this process we talked about on the show, I uh, I took Nate's suggestion and, like, Print out a bunch of four by sixes and like suck them all on the wall and like so they're still in my kitchen wall. Oh, like that's my right. So walk by it every day, and I was like, what if I just tore them all down? Like, whoosh, I did. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hate everything. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's really cool. Like, I've I've never done the whole picture hang up on the wall thing. Like, I I just do everything in an app called Lucid Press, which is really rad. Ooh, it's just okay. Like a, yeah, it's just like a template. Um, thing it's super super easy and i've made all of my zines on it and is it a computer app or a phone app it's a computer app uh but i think you can get on your phone but um everything is just like super intuitive with like resizing and everything i need to write this down what's it called yeah i was gonna say (laughs) wait 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 it's called lucid press look at me i'm a shill for them now give me money google please (laughs) press yeah it's ten dollars a month free if you're a student so i'm a student i get it for free otherwise i don't think i'd be using it but I don't, I don't. I don't even know if, sh- if I should say that because it's been a huge help with me throughout the entire process. 
And so I just have everything in front of me on the computer. You just, you know, do all the pages, then you do the zine zigzag, make sure everything's all lined up. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to have a really, really awesome, like, independent print shop in the next town over. Yeah. Vicky, uh, Vicky is such a sweetheart. She gives me such a good deal on, you know, printing. It's, oh, yeah, I... More you know, I'm sure there's there's her. probably a hidden gem around here for me. I mean, LA's full of all the, you know, us artsy people. That'll be the next thing I I look into. Yeah, local. yeah, for sure. Um, the first one, the the travesty that I put out, the first one, um, <laughs> I I got that one done for free at my old school, and that was just totally caught off guard. So I was just like, oh, I have to make all of these for super cheap now because I had the free one to start off with. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to always do really well with going to Staples or Office Depot or whatever they're called mm-hmm. to, to get mine made, especially if it's like black and white. I think I could right. get a, you know, eight page booklet stapled and folded and printed for, you know, a couple bucks, like a, mm-hmm. a dollar or two per booklet. And yeah, I would always just give them away when I was making like a zine a month. I would just always, you know, make 20 of them Head and them make, yeah, just give them all away. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to start going back to that because I keep doing the, that like you said earlier, you know, you have so many zines that you get so stuck up on that you don't even end up putting them out. And like, yeah, I'm at sure. like, I'm at zine number five that I've been oh, like wow. trying to get done. Like you should see if I'd opened up my, you know, my, my zine creating software, mm-hmm. it, it, I have, you know, five or six different booklets that are you know, almost there, but I keep feeling like they're missing something. Like I, I, I need to like keep working on them or something. And I, yeah. Or just put them out. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm yeah, going or to that. Be at. I need exactly. to just like finish, finish it, finish the yeah. song and put it out, you know? Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I get so caught up sometimes. It's tough. Yeah. It's really hard to actually, you know, because there's like highs and lows mm-hmm. with like any creative process. It's like when you're in that low, you're in it and you're just like, yeah. um, uh, I don't want to do this at all. But when that stoke happens, you just want to do everything all at once. Yeah. Yep. So uh-huh. it's, yeah, it's kind of hard. Tr- it also comes at the worst time. It's like one thirty in the morning and this is what I'm doing right now. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. No kidding. Like, uh-huh. like, I, I was there last night. It, you know, <laughs> I was up at like 1230 and I just got the itch and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go take some photos outside. But I was just like, no, I'm not going to do that right now. I got to bring the tripod. Yeah. I got to bring the shutter release cable. And it's like, no, I can't do it. And plus I'm, you know, I got my PJs on. Yeah. 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 It's like no pants putting on now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've missed the cutoff. It's too late. Can't go back. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I have a question for you guys. What, uh, what film cameras are you guys shooting right now? Ooh. Yeah. This this is like a good this is a not to, to segue, but we try to right. ask this question to all of our listeners. Okay. This has come come as a request. What is your if you can narrow it down to one film camera as your favorite, what would it be and why? Good lord. One film camera and why? Well, I mean, I got my Leica M6. Oh yeah. And Close the book. That's what it's... Nate said too. He was like, I my M6, done deal, and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible because you know, People say that, you know, oh, yeah, I mean, you don't need expensive gear to, like, take good photos. And it's like, that's totally true. But, I mean, if you it sure want is nice. the camera that you want <laughs> yeah, and it makes you feel better about mm-hmm. shooting and, like, you're happy that you're out shooting. And that's, like, kind of, like, takes you into, like, taking better photos and uh, that, too. Yeah. And that's I don't totally know. Part, part of it. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't matter, but it's okay if it does matter. 
you know? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that gets caught up on gear. I, as soon as I saw the Leica M6, I was, I said to myself, I want that camera. Yeah, Just that's, based on aesthetics so pretty. Alone, that's you know? like, if and people are like, would you, do you ever want a Leica? What would you get? It's the M6. That's what I want. It's great. Yeah. And I got the all black one because my oh. hero, sh- yeah, like, Ed Templeton, I saw him shooting one and that was just like it. I, he was, he was like one of my influences to get like into, back into photography and everything because he's like, he's great. He's Ed. You know what I mean? Dude, it's so crazy. Not, not to interrupt you. I just feel like we are so much alike, dude. It is insane. Like Ed Templeton was like my favorite skater growing up. He's like my favorite artist slash photographer. Like, uh, did you guys just become best friends? I think so. (laughs) I think so. I think so. Bonding. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny. I, I love hearing you say that because I'm always just like saying the same thing that you're saying right yeah. now when I'm talking to other people. So anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. You can. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. No, that's that's really great to hear that from other people. And I'm sure he would love to hear that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just like seeing, you know, my heroes and they all had the same camera. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah. God, like, what is it? It looks so good. And I find out I found out what it was. And I found out how expensive it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dun, dun, yeah. Dun. Yeah, no kidding. But it's just, it's so sturdy. It just feels right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not one of those guys that's going to like wax poetic about a Leica because I don't think I have that in me. But I just, it just feels right. You know what I mean? Before that, it was a, an Olympus OM2, which mm. is oh, so good. I got it for like $7 on KEH. <laughs> nice. They said it was like as is. And so I took a crapshoot on it, and it totally yeah. worked. Then I didn't have a lens for it, so I went to like the only pawn shop in town, and they had like a they had like a bucket of lenses that was clanging while the guy was bringing it out. I was just like, all right, whatever. And they had an OM lens in there, so it was just like meant to. That's be. a great story. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really great. Okay, so yeah, enough about my talking about my like <laughs> and how much I love it. But uh, what about you guys? Desert, uh, what is it? The Desert Island camera. Well, everybody everybody who listens know, probably knows what I'm going to say. No, okay. But I, my Yoshika T4, T4 is, is just what I, yeah, because I shot with my Olympus Epic, and I, I just I sent Timothy a picture. I scratched it yesterday, so now I'm all like... Bummed. Set, yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, but... I just to me, I feel like that camera is still sharper. Like people are probably gonna like. Oh, it is for sure. It's way like, sharper. Start the argument than... like it's not. It really isn't. It's like the same. I'm like, no, it's just it's just a little bit sharper. No, um, it really but mine, is. Mine is like it's acting up right now. It's um this I've had it repaired twice. It were it were Ryan's like mid roll. Oh yeah, um, I think I re- I remember you talking about that. Pretty and soon. Uh, it totally sucks. It happened. I was in Boston. I went to um boston for a wedding with my boyfriend and i was like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna take my ishika and i was like let me take my contacts uh g1 just just g1. for fun i was like i'm gonna try to take one but i took like three so whatever right. um <laughs> but like That's in the, the middle of the trip you know just i hear like it's like shot 14 and it's like G, and then it's like oh, i'm like, no. <laughs> That's, <laughs> not oh, again God. not again i was having problems with the uh the epic recently i don't know what happened but it just started the 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 lens would just like freeze up in the middle of a shot, mm. and I don't know what's up with that. But I like tried closing it, and I don't know if it was just a bum battery. But yeah, I haven't had any problems with it yet. But see, I like the Epic for different reasons. I like how small it is. It's yeah. definitely smaller and lighter, and it like feels kind of better in your hand, and it slides open really cool. Yeah, the 
but I'm just loyal to my T4. And I'm going to yeah. bring it back to the the same guy who's fixed it twice. And he suggested, like, making sure your batter- my battery is, like, full. Because yeah. for, like, a fresh battery. Yeah. But I never – there's not really, a re- like, a meter on there. You can say, like, oh, it's half power. Let me just toss this one so I don't lose a roll. Yeah. It's just, like, whenever it decides to rewind. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Could be so like gonna, a circuit problem to the battery, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No so idea. that's if if I if I if somebody had me my hands behind my back and was like, <laughs> pick one, I'd be like, my T four. T four. But right now I'm. I see right the G one back with, there. Yeah, my G one is loaded up nice. with the Lumography F two four hundred of my second roll with that film. That oh, I, is that any good? I've never used any of their film before. <sighs> well, it's the. We've talked about this before on the podcast. It's a limited release of like a uh-huh. uh, uh, cinema film that they like kept in oak cassettes for like ten years. Oh wow! Or cool. Maybe less than that. So it was like a limited release, and I was like, "Let me just buy a bunch," and you know. And then I mm-hmm. shot a roll, and then I was like, "Let me buy all that I can," like because it's just I don't know the grain and the contrast is like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people know of a film that's like close, right. and I would love to hear if you guys. No, any. Please email me because I will buy all of it. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like movie. It's kind of like movie <laughs> stock. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, it was like a cinema film that they no they bought and they like aged, which I didn't even know that's a thing. Probably and took like the extra coating off of yeah, whatever is on movie. I'm film. sure, yeah. um, but it's it's really a gorgeous film, and I have about twenty something rolls, and I've oh, like right. it's this is my second, so I'm going really slow. I'm just like, would that be your desert island film? <sighs> if they. If they made enough to last me my whole time on the, yeah. on the island. <laughs> yeah. I mean, other than that, my Desert Island film will probably be for Portrait 400. Portrait 400? Although, yeah, that's Yeah, good. but I'm getting that's... super into Ektar. It's all color. See, I'll Ektar, see, I really don't like Ektar at all. Man, I it's... used to feel the same way, but I'm kind yeah. of into it now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I've just had really terrible results with Ektar lately. I, I don't know if I just got like a bad batch, like a five roll that just like mm. sucked. But Have you heard of our guest? We had a guest, Wendy Laurel. Um, uh, she's Wendy. Um, no, I haven't. You should check her out because she shoots basically exclusively on Ektar. Ektar, and she, yeah. yeah, she lives in Hawaii, so the colors are like yeah, out see, of control. Okay, so um. My mom lives in Hawaii. I shot a good roll of Ektar there, and it was, like, the only good results that I had. It was in, like, downtown Hilo. It was just, like, yeah. super, super nice. But the ones, I don't know, just the rest of the rolls just kind of sucked for me. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Interesting. Sorry, sorry Kodak. You- don't. Yeah, don't listen to me right now. (laughs) When I shoot it in 35, I don't really care for the results that much, but shooting 4x5 Ektar is amazing. Like for landscapes and stuff, like I'm blown away every time I shoot that stuff in Mm -hmm. uh, like in 4x5. But yeah, no, that's crazy. It's kind of um, like I was kind of on the fence about Portra too, but Portra 400 to me is like way better than the 160. And seeing those results on, like, uh, bigger formats is really, really good. Like, Jason Lee does, like, a lot of, like, old stock, Mm -hmm. 4 by 5 and his results are just insane. Like, I don't know how he's getting those results out of that old uh, speed graphic that he's using, but it's just, it's so good. So, cheers to him. That's insane. Timothy, what what about you? You didn't answer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Man, Desert Camera. Desert Camera, Desert Film. Because this is, like... Casual Photophile just put out a really cool article where they asked a bunch of people, like, what is their Desert Island film? And it was really cool to, like... Oh, that's rad. Yeah, Casual Photophile is really cool. Yeah, check that out, because that was a good read. Man, okay. So, first off, I had 
His name's Michael Mooney. He is a follower of ours on Instagram and, and a friend of mine, I would say, because we talk to each other a lot. And he sent me a box, two boxes full of cameras for my, my kids class that I'm doing. I'm teaching kids how to shoot film and yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like that. That's really rad. Yeah. And he sent me a box full of cameras. And in that box were two Canon AE1 programs. Oh, what? An old Niker mat with a awesome 50 millimeter 1.4. Wow. lens and a uh i think it was a yashica i'd have to look at it like an uh, just a yashica SLR. slr and i never realized how good the canon ae1 was like i oh yeah i yeah. used to i used to mess with them like in pawn shops or thrift stores or you know mm-hmm. stuff like that and they never had batteries in them so they are totally you can't do anything once the battery is dead in it right and i dude i and he had a 24 millimeter 2.8 lens with it and man it's just like i i i love my canon ftb my black i have like a blacked out canon ftb that is everywhere with me it's always in Mm -hmm. my bag it's just it it had a cla right before i got it and it just is the smoothest yeah yeah, it's just the smoothest shutter pull or um film you know what i mean film Mm -hmm. Winder, yeah, advanced. There we go, and the button just works great. It sounds awesome when it when you shoot it, and it does. I I just love that camera. And now he gave me these two AE ones, and I'm like, uh oh, it's like a conflict. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's the love triangle. It's it's so funny because now now I'm carrying this AE one everywhere, and I'm like, man, it just just advancing it feels awesome. The Mm -hmm. button's sweet. Like, oh, I wish it was black though. Like, I love black cameras. Oh yeah, Yeah. all black. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have a thing for black cameras. Mm -hmm. The the first roll I shot in the with the Lumography F two four hundred film was an AE one, and yeah, that's a great camera. I would have to say my Canon FTB, even though yes. I've been cheating on it for a while. Um, I will though. I will own a Leica at some point. I just need to. I, I need to wait Bucket until I'm, I'm done playing and buying a bunch of different cameras and trying them. I think once I'm done with large format photography, I think I'm going to trade all that in because that's definitely enough for a Leica at some point. All the gear mm-hmm. I have on that end. But um, yeah. So Canon FTB and Triax. Kodak Ooh. Tri-X Ooh, yeah. would be my desert. I mean, I, I see in black and white. I wish, mm-hmm. I really wish I was more into shooting color because right. it's, there's something about it, you know, like you can really do a lot with color, but I feel like black and white is like forever timeless. Like it's just always for sure. Like when I shoot something in color, I'm like, man, I wish I would have shot that in black and white. Definitely. Yeah, no, I understand. But like, I, I know what you mean by seeing in black and white because like, I see in color, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And so, I don't know. I just think it's that you're super, super, super accustomed to shooting black and white. So, it's just that other side that you're not so familiar with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so, you're that's why you have, I don't know, the regret of just like, oh man, that would look so much better in black and white. So... Yeah, it's it's funny it's so though funny. because the last batches of film I bought two packs of Lumography's 800 film because that's nice. like one of my favorite color stocks. I don't know why it's just like an eerie, moody, yeah, yellowy black film. And then I mm-hmm. got a bunch of. I had a lady come into the the pub that I work at, and she gave me four packs of Lumography film too that were their oh, color wow. film. And I and I made like a Facebook group purchase of a bunch of portrait too so it's just weird like i'm buying all this color film but i (laughs) don't even shoot it so i don't even know what we should do like a little challenge between me and you maybe for our youtube channels yeah timothy goes out and shoot color and i'll go out and shoot black and white black and white (laughs) that's super rad i'm down with that so lomography 800 is no 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 triax is your uh desert uh yeah yeah camera film 
But if I would have to, if I like had to take color, it would definitely be, I I know that's, I know Lomography is kind of like looked down upon in like Uh the professional world of photography, but there's just something about, you know, when I was, I was working on a, on a project called Nightcrawler. It was this like eerie, dark, depressing Mm -hmm. project that I was working on for a couple of years. And dude, it was all shot on that film and it just really, it really portrays darkness to me like it's it's just got this like yellow tint and blacks mm-hmm. are like black they're not yeah, you know, yeah, yeah color film can be a little weird on blacks like they can be brown yeah, or like definitely. blue or purple looking like yeah. this black is black you know and so i'm guessing that the reds were really really good too yeah they, yeah, they were yeah. they were they were red they were red <laughs> that's, <laughs> they were, cool. that's, yeah. that's cool that you can find a film that really matches like your atmospheric uh kind of feeling that you have in your head you know what i mean yeah 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 it's, it's kind of like I, how David Lynch has his own, like, <laughs> you know, uh, vibe or ambiance in his film. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's really cool that you can, like, hone in and know what, you, what you're what you going to get from it. Yeah, that's why that's why I went and bought another couple packs of it. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I have, well, one, I'm shooting a band in the next month. And they want that kind of look. Like, that's how they came across me was through those pictures. And they're like, can you do this for our album? And I'm like, I certainly can. I need to just yep. order some. <laughs> yeah, so limo eight hundred. <laughs> I'll be right back. But I want um, I don't think I've ever shot that. But I'm gonna try it. Oh man, I'll I'll send you a roll. You okay? Because I, I it's a little too. I don't know. You you definitely like vivid colors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like it's Muted. mysterious and dark. Yeah. Yeah. I'm intrigued but though. That's cool. The, the grain's like not too bad either. You know, like like superior grain kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. Because a lot of the cheaper films, like, you can tell they're cheaper films, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't get that vibe from this so much, which is oh, nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Red, yeah. I've never... I've, I've only seen the Lomo stuff, but I've never... I've never shot it. I mean, it looks good. I know the I know the bad rap it gets just because it's uh, it's sold at that... Uh, what store do they sell it at? Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And so, yeah, I can imagine... Yeah, I used, to, I used to feel that way about Lumography. I thought it was, like, not really, like, you know... I don't want to say not really photography because that's not the right thing. But you know what I mean? Like, I was like, it's too snobby, I guess. But then, like, mm-hmm. once you get into lumography, you're like, oh, s- snap. I'm hooked it's now. Really good. Like, <laughs> that's good to know. And I love the, co- the, com- the community. They have a really good community, too. Like, oh, cool. They, you know, like. I, All the people that are rejected by the snobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. We they got together. Go. Yeah, that's yeah. where they go. Killer, yeah. All right, guys, so this is the part of the podcast where we ask a question from one of our listeners. This question comes from JustinCase4C on Instagram. He said, I've always wondered why skateboarders after a while end either becoming a musician or a photographer. I skated as well. Uh, we have big people like Matt Day, Jason Lee, Ed Templeton, um, and many more. Even among my friends, we split into photographers or musicians. I'm kind of wondering if you guys noticed the trend. Timothy, you want to go first? I mean, I think it, it it all it all just kind of you know mashes together. I feel like we were talking about this before, like we were kind of discussing this at the beginning of the episode, yeah, or yeah. maybe even pre-talking the episode. Yeah, pre-episode. But you know, I come from I come from a musical background. Like I played music for you know a good ten years or something before I you know got into photography or stuff like that i feel like if we didn't do these things if we didn't skateboard if i didn't skateboard when i was a skateboarder well i'm i'm still a skateboarder we're not ever not a skateboarder if <laughs> yeah, we're a absolutely. skateboarder but um if i didn't skate in my youth i would have been like lighting my house on fire i would have been getting in <laughs> fights all the time yeah. i would have 
just I would have been kicked out of school. I would have been the worst human being ever. And instead, I ran into some friends that were skateboarders and I got to, you know, feel the sense of community when I was not a football player or a basketball player in high school. Like I was a skater and that's that's what we did. And I mean, you skate. And it's, you know, it, it, you have your own style, like style is a part of skateboarding and it's an expression. It's it's just, you know, it's an art in itself. Like you can definitely watch like Rodney Mullen and be like, that is that is art or Daywong Song. And like the way he does his all of his like combinations of his tricks like that is art. That is a paintbrush, but just in a different kind of, you know, Absolutely. flow. You know, like Bob said, he was into art. Like I started painting and stuff like that. Like once I slowed down. And I wasn't skating all it when I realized that the dream wasn't as achievable, you know, I got older, my bones got softer and, you know, <laughs> you just, you have to grow up at some point. And I, I tried painting, like I tried to be a painter. I love painting. I wish I could paint like that is mm -hmm. like a dream of mine, but I can't draw a stick figure to save my life. So <laughs> painting is not really kind of the road to go on. And I was also into like printing and stuff like that. So I was doing like stencil printing and screen printing and stuff like that. And, you know, I was finding artistic outlet in that. And then, you know, I, I just feel like it's just another, instead of throwing yourself down a 12 set of stairs, I, I'm getting in, in the middle of action on the street, taking a photo of it. It's the same brush and high as I get yeah, as landing a trick, like nailing a photograph or, you know, pulling out the negatives out of a developing bath for the first time and seeing that like that is like landing a three flip over, a, you know, a, well, whatever. And yeah, it, absolutely. It's, it's just I think it, it's just all kind of linked together. Yeah, it definitely lends itself to everything, you know, because skateboarding you know, I feel it's all the other kids that didn't want to do like basketball or like team sports. So they did, had like something a little different about them, you know, mm -hmm. and they didn't know exactly like where to, uh, you know, put that energy and, you know, skateboarding is an incredible outlet for those kind of kids and everything. And you just get like a wide array of kids, you know, oh, like yeah. you, you know, for sure. Mm -hmm. And once, you know, you're skating with your buddies, like the sense of community comes in, of course, and all these individual kind of people, you know, are all kind of artistic because they all have their own styles of skateboarding. They think of, you know, different ways uh, to skate. And even just like looking, like I feel like skateboarding trained my eye for taking photos because no matter where I'm going every day, every single second of my life, I'm looking around for skate spots. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I think that like really helped me like photographically. Just like, oh, shoot, that would be a super rad photo other than just like, oh, man, that's a really rad ledge. But um, yep. it totally does lend itself to each other because you have all these different people coming together, you know, in this one community. And there's going to be artists, there's going to be musicians. Just look at skateboarding today, you know, especially with like the people that run DLX in uh, San Francisco. You know, Mark Gonzalez, yeah. uh, Jim oh, Tebow, yeah. Julian Stranger, Frank Gerwer, all those guys are like artistic geniuses you know and it's just because skateboarding you know gave them that platform to do it and that's really really rad like i wouldn't be here if it weren't for skateboarding you know uh, and, i feel the same exact way yeah and you know i feel i'm indebted to skateboarding for sure for who i am today like being you know um i don't know the individual that i am today you know it taught me you know just to be yourself and just do what feels right 
and I don't know, kind of good things will happen. That's what I got from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the the importance of being yourself. And I feel like, too, like in the whole skate scene, there was always like your one buddy that always had a camera with and was like, oh, yeah, either snapping shots or filming everything Mm -hmm. like. I had a buddy, Mike, back in the day. He he just always had his camera with him. He used to make, like, homemade skate videos and stuff for us to watch. And then you want to you wanna grab his camera and try it out, too. Like, I remember taking pictures with taking pictures with skate friends' cameras and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's all there. And I was in, I was in most of the bands that I was in growing up with kids that I skated with. Like, my best yeah. friend skating was, like, our guitar player in our band. Like, that's how we got to talking about being in music with skate. We never would have met on that level you know, without a board, without a skateboard. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like all of my friends, with exception of like a couple of them, are people that I met through skateboarding. So yeah. it's an incredible. I, I feel it. like it's like another community too. Like, oh, yeah. it is. I'm it's sure huge. everybody's like, like super tight in that world. Yeah. Like no matter who you are, you know, if you kind of show up to like a different town and you're a skater and mm-hmm. there are other skater people, you kind of just like pick it up. Like, no. Like, you've never met these people before in your nope. life, but you're just, like, picking up, like, you know, where you left off. It's really cool. Any, anytime I go down to uh, Venice Beach to, like, shoot around, I'm like, oh, I'll go right to the – because they have the huge skate park yeah, yeah, like, yeah. right on the beach. And I'm like, I know I'm going to get some dope shots right <laughs> off the bat. Yep. So. Yeah, no kidding. Skateboards are incredibly photogenic, which is really Yeah, cool. it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Good well, question. That was a great question. Yeah. yeah. Good question, Justin. That was awesome. Thank you for that. Guys, if you'd like to send us a question so we can answer on our show with our guest, um, you can email us at analogtalkpodcast at gmail.com or you just even if you just want to send us a quick shout on our Instagram direct message. Slide the DM. Slide the DM. We'd love to, <laughs> to chat it up. So thank you guys for, for doing that. All right, guys. So this week's photo challenge, we discussed it with Bob before we started, and he brought up a good one. We thought we've exhausted all of them, but he said <laughs> shadows. Like, there is so much play we can do with this. I'm already, like, yeah. the ears are grinding I'm, in the mind uh-huh. right yeah. now. Like I'm like, so excited for what you guys are going to submit to the F- Flickr group, too. Yeah, so you can, Chris, uh, where, where do they put those? So, Analog Talk Podcast on Flickr. We have a group where you can just drop it in there, and uh, I will keep keep on my game of adding it to our website. I'm a little <laughs> behind right now. Sorry, guys. Um, but we'll definitely always share at least one image from the photo challenges on our Instagram. But going to see everybody's work Every week has been so much fun for me. I'm sure other people are getting a kick out of it. Um, also, the discussions. I love it. it's like a little message board and a little place for people to hang out. So keep the discussion going. Keep the conversation going there. Um, it's really awesome. So thank you guys for that. So Yeah, thank you. Drop them in the cool. pool. Cool. So, Bob, thanks for joining us. This has been really awesome. We yeah, thank you this. guys so much. I very much appreciate it. Like I said before, I've never done anything like this before. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity. So Chris, Tim, thanks. Oh, you're welcome, man. This is great. Yeah, no kidding. Where can everybody find you find you on social media? So I'm on Instagram at Bob Price. Uh, that's my personal account. And the other account is PhotoFilmy. So hashtag your photos with PhotoFilmy yes. if you want to get featured. I'm going to start uh, doing that like today. <laughs> at photo.filmy. Boom. Boom. Cool. Boom. Timothy? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Timothy Makeups. I also make YouTube videos and I still have not fixed my ULR. So you're going to have to go to the search bar and type in Timothy.makeups or Timothy Ditzler, D I T Z L E R. Um, I just make, you know, photographies on now. I don't make <laughs> photographies. <laughs> you oh, do. My. But 
I make Not photographies. <laughs> I make That's my uh, new hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> I make YouTube videos on film photography and, right. you know, all that kind of fun stuff. I haven't been doing it recently, but I also have a Monday through Friday podcast on an app called Anchor FM. The podcast is called We Believe in Film. I will be picking that back up at the beginning of next week. I just got smashed at work. Yeah, you real had life, a rough week. <laughs> real life is 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 a joke i'm ready to i'm ready to retire but yeah chris where where can we find you at (laughs) okay so i'm on instagram twitter and youtube as chris b photo um i also just changed my instagram handle from i have a account just dedicated to my film photography and i made that a little bit easier it's chris b shoots film so isn't that cute it is fancy So that, that's my new handle. Uh, that's where you, I, I put all my film film work is on that one. So if you guys want to check that out, um, sure. I also do YouTube videos. I'm trying to get better at that all around. Oh, your um, last video is so good. Thank you. I, You're I, welcome. We just put, we both had a. If you guys want to check check out, we just we both did a little review on the new Polaroid film. So Ooh. plug hot topic, hot topic. <laughs> hot to- it yeah. is. Um, so I'm trying to get better on that. So that's on YouTube as Crispy Photo, and then for us, you could check us out on our website analogtalkpodcast.com. We are on Twitter as Analog Talk Pod. We are on Instagram as Analog Talk Podcast, and then also you can send us an email with any questions analogtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Awesome. Woo! Thank you, Bob. This is wonderful. Yeah, thanks, this has Bob. been great. Thank you guys, sincerely, very much. Awesome. All right, guys. We will see you in the next episode. Bye. 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 What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.